Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast. It's going to be episode 63. I am Nick Vito. I am Rakeman, also known as Isaac. And I'm Donkey. And Randall. And before we get into it on this one, uh, just kind of wanted to throw out there that uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the Fargo Police Department after the sequence of events that took place last week. Um, if you don't know what happened, you can look it up. I'm not going to get into that, but uh, definitely thinking of that, of those guys, and uh, yeah, kind of a shitty deal all the way around. All right, Rake, man, you're new here. I am new. So you have a spiel. Do you know the spiel? Uh, yeah, uh, a little bit about myself and how I got involved with the podcast and everybody involved. There we go. Only what you want us to know. Well, you already know a lot about me. The not listeners the, the listeners might not. Well, okay, that's very true. Uh, well, um, so Flash is a good friend of mine. I went to high school with him and went to college with him. Spent a lot of time with him hunting and fishing growing up. Uh, and then he introduced me to Nick Beto, and ever since then we've been pretty good friends, done some riding, fishing. Hope to do a little bit of hunting with him in the future, but uh, we'll see how that goes. All right. Donkey, you're not talking right now. I don't need to. I've already introduced myself. No, but now, now, we got, now Randy's got to do his spiel on who he is, what he does, and why he's on the podcast. Well... My name's Randy. I'm father of Rakeman. Uh, re- recently invited to join this group uh, over the weekend for a very fun weekend and ride. And uh, I guess we hope we have, we have a lot more times like we had this weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys come back anytime. So this episode is mainly going to be, uh, it was actually a request that was put in by another listener. Uh, shout out to Derek. That's who the, the listener is. He wanted us to do an episode on what to look for when you're buying a used machine. Yeah, that's a good that's a good topic. And that can be, I mean, really the 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 same thing that you look for on an ATV, you also kind of look for in a vehicle. You know, there's certain things that you want to pick out and ping on and you know, you see that oh, that's a red flag. But for ATVs, there's a lot, <laughs> there there's a lot more uh, technical things that you can look for in an ATV. Uh, I let's do a quick roundtable. How many used ATVs have you guys bought? I have bought two. One was from a dealership. One was from uh, Facebook Marketplace. Uh, yeah. Um, I bought one brand new ATV, and then uh, recently my Razor I got used off of facebook marketplace i have three get up on that mic i have three one was from a dealership and then two of them were from marketplace oh the one was practically brand new had like 60 miles on it when i got it i've had three um my first one i bought it had 100 miles on it bought it from a, a family member used uh and and owned that one and sold it and then the other two i had i bought brand new so we're probably not the most uh, seasoned people as far as buying used equipment, but uh, I think we all would have a pretty decent idea of what to look for. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, like you said, it's a lot of the same things, whether you're 
you know, looking at a used car or you're looking at a used ATV. Um, you, you, you look for a lot of the mechanical things. I know you could probably touch on that. Um, well, what's the, let, let's kind of get into it here. Um, what's the first thing you're looking at? And every, we'll, we'll, all these questions that we'll ask, we'll do a round table. So, like, I'll ask a question. And these do not count as our segment questions. But, uh, I'll, like, I'll ask the question, and then we'll go around and everybody will answer what they look for. So, my question is, what's the first thing you look for? Um, you know, you're, say you're, let's say, for example, you're going to go buy a 2015 Sportsman 850 with 2,000 miles on it. What's the first thing that you're going to look at when you get to this guy's house? First we're, thing we're talking like a Facebook marketplace or something like that, not a dealership. I'd just look at like the general appearance of the machine. Does it have busted up plastics? Are there scuff marks everywhere? I mean, you know, granted, a lot of different riding styles can induce uh, different levels of you know wear and tear on a vehicle, but um, you you can pretty easily tell if a machine's been toppled or if you know it's been laid on its side. And then uh, another thing I look for is the general cleanness of the vehicle. Um, I did look at another used razor before I bought mine, and it uh, it had just it was clean. It was all polished up and shiny, but when you really get down to the nitty gritty and look it over, it had a lot of like dried clumps of mud, and you could tell it had been you know mudded and beat on pretty hard. Um, there was cut marks in the tires from spinning tires over rocks. And I mean, I, I know a lot of that is, uh, pretty general wear and, you know, a lot of people prefer to play in the mud, but, um, just coming from like a standpoint of myself as, you know, pretty much a dry trail rider. Yeah, I know you guys give me a lot of crap about that. (laughs) Um, but you know, I just look for things like that. I mean, if it's got mud packed up in it everywhere, I'm going to kind of lean away from it you know, or ask the owner what their riding style is. All right. So the first, uh, the first thing Isaac's looking at is the, um, general appearance and what it, what it looks like. What about you, donkey? I think kind of the same thing as, as far as the general appearance, your body condition and whatnot, but look at the oil, see what the condition of that is, whether it's milky or if it has oil in it, differentials, if you pull the plugs, CV axles, I mean, overall condition and just dig down to the mechanical aspect of it to see how it was taken care of. I've had uh, one use, one one of the used machines I got was, like I said, it was brand new. It had, well, I guess it was used, but it had 60 miles on it. It was like brand new. And then I bought another one that had... Was that the 1000? That was the, the, the 2018 one. Sport, yeah. That thing was phenomenal. I couldn't have asked for a better deal. I don't know why I sold it. Then I bought a General, and that one kind of the body was used. It You could tell it looked like it was rolled, and I drove like eight hours to go get it, so I wasn't going home without it. Should have left it, but... I remember that one, because when you brought it back, everybody was like, like, not to your face, but behind your back, like, did you really just buy this? Like, this yeah. thing's a piece of shit. I never had issues with it, though. It actually was... It, it turned out to be a really good machine. It was. And I don't know why I sold that one, either. <laughs> I tend to do that. What about you? What do you look for if you're, what's the first thing you're looking at? I would say non-standard equipment. It's got oversized tires on it, things that have been added on, how they've been added on to it, uh, how clean that work was done, um, you know, things like that. Well, and if I can add to that, one big no for me is snorkel kits. 
if <laughs> and I, you guys, you guys think it's funny because I'm yeah. not. No, it's I, 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 I'm laughing because I, I mean, if I show up and I'm looking at a machine, first of all, I would never even, I would never even click on one to look at it if it had a snorkel. But if I looked at one that didn't have a snorkel and I show up and it's the same one with a snorkel, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, kind of got catfish there. Yeah, yeah, catfish by the the good old marketplace warriors. Yeah. I never saw that coming out of your mouth that you wouldn't <laughs> want a machine with a snorkel. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, and, you know, uh, having a, a snorkel on there, yeah, you, you know, it's great for deep water, but what else have they done with it? Have they sucked water into the engine? You know, just uh, mechanical points like that, like my dad, Randy, Randall, said. <laughs> yeah, anything that's non-standard, it, it'll, it'll jump out at you. I never thought about the oversized tires. That's one that uh, there's probably a lot of people that wouldn't even think about that. I'm like, oh, whatever, that's cool. What just the wear and tear it puts on the uh, drivetrain, you know? Right. You... I have made. I mean, we we had a buddy that has a 2013 850, I believe, and he's got oversized tires on, and he has belt every year. He blows a belt. It's just common. Uh, Who's that? Nate. He works at Minkota. Oh yeah, yeah. Landon. yeah he... Landon actually borrowed his machine the other day and blew a belt on it. He's been up here before. Yep, but he. Yeah, he has. He says he blows belts at least once a year. It's just common with his. I mean, his lugs on that thing are probably two or three inches tall, and that's what they do with it. They they mud it. Yeah, he was up here last year, and I forgot to mention this in the intro. We are actually currently up at our uh, camping spot here up in Akeley, and uh, we're doing this podcast in the ice castle. And we got Nate, just not that Nate, different Nate. <laughs> Just kind of hanging around, and then Janessa and Caitlin are also in the studio, but they are not on the mics. They don't even want to wave. So, <laughs> but uh, one one thing that I look for, and I never thought about looking for this. I never noticed it until my 2018 Razor that I bought, and that had, I want to say that had 300 miles on it when I bought it. I sold it to some guy out in Jamestown. Now I still see it on Facebook. He's still running it, but the paint on the exhaust. This thing, I mean, it looked like there was no scratches, there was no broken plastics, there was nothing. But the factory paint on the exhaust wasn't even fully taken off. You could, I took it for a test drive, and when I got back, I smelled something burning. And I'm like, well, God, what the hell is that, you know? And it was the paint on the exhaust burning off. So if you can find one that the the factory paint is still on the exhaust, that that's a that's a step in the right direction. I don't I don't know right. how many. You're probably not going to, that's probably not very common, but. I mean, the more miles you put on a machine, obviously, that, things like that are going to start to wear, but. Right, right, and yeah, this one was definitely well taken care of, um, and then you can go, you can go even deeper into it, and after you get there and you start looking at it a little bit, you can take the, take the seats off, or take the seats out, and look underneath, see how much dirt and stuff is, like my razor right now, if you were to take the, the seat out there's probably water sitting in that compartment under there because it's not it there's mud that clogs up on it and it doesn't drain yeah you played submarine a little bit today i backed up you, you did back out of it as so, did I mean, rake man think it's yeah well, you, you both did i'm gonna wait 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 what what'd you say you you pulled out <laughs> we got to keep this pg rated oh we got the e for a reason we have the e for a reason yeah. i did back out of that i was a sissy um but we can get into that on we're actually going to do another back-to-back episode. Um, it is currently 11 o'clock at night, and we're going to finish this one up here. 
when we're done. Then we're going to go on a night ride. Then we're going to have a fire. And then we're going to get up and probably go riding tomorrow morning again. And then do a overall weekend wrap-up podcast after we're done riding. And we'll touch on everything. Because who knows what's going to happen tonight or tomorrow. I mean, nobody really knows. Right. And Could be interesting. <laughs> Very. Yeah. One fun. other thing to backtrack on the when you're looking at a machine, a used machine, a big one is air filter. If it's a collapsed filter or something, that, or if there's a ton of dirt in it and it's sucking that into the engine, that's never good. So when I serviced mine last, which I did... Well, probably about a month ago now. I put 40 hours on my service clock, and I'm down to about 15 now. But I pulled my air filter box apart to clean it, and there was, like, muddy water splatter up <laughs> in the in the compartment of the air filter. And actually, some of that might be, um, my dad might be able to explain this a little bit better. Not necessarily backfire, but from having a loaded plug filter. Loaded plug filter is going to draw... Uh, harder, and it can actually suck some in, like where your vents are on, on your machine, and, yeah, that, and you might end actually up with cause like, it to like suck some in. Gas vapors almost, and then it makes that muddy look when you get the dust on there, and it like packs up, kind of makes it look and, like a muddy that, water. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards as to what it was, is because the filter was fine. There was yeah. no water damage on the filter. There was no nothing on that. It, it was dirty, but it wasn't dirty to the point where you're going to damage something. Right. And I mean, I, I've seen that on both my Razor and my 850 Sportsman. Um, maybe not to an extreme level, but little spots of it here and there I think is pretty normal. So the air filter, that's a good one. I have another one to add. Um, second big thing I look for is CV axles. Um, if you look at the boots, if the boots are torn or damaged. That's another kind of, I mean, obviously that's a replaceable part. But what kind of maintenance were they doing? Were they looking for these things? Were they trying to clean their machine? Were they leaving swamp grass wrapped around that? Because swamp grass is a big, <coughs> excuse me, uh, swamp grass is really hard on CV boots. Yeah, and then if you're, say you're looking at a newer machine and it has torn CV axles, it's like, yeah, it might only have 500 miles on it, but how tough of a 500 miles, you know, yeah, it's probably lived a hard life up to that point. And there's probably a reason, well, unless he's like Sean and just buys something, uses it for two months, and then wants to sell it. It's more like six. Six months? That's your cutoff? Yeah, that's about it. We'll see. Next one will last longer. It'll be brand new, I think. <laughs> you never know. I could have a new one next weekend. It it all all depends. Find a good deal. It'll be, it'll be in the driveway. Yeah, you kind of just uh, kind of go by the seat of your pants. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Nothing can throw me off then. I mean, well, yeah, you're not wrong. That's the way I like it. Do you guys ever go as far as, I've never done this because I haven't bought a lot of used machines, but would you ever think of going as far as, you know, asking the guy if you can, or bringing your own jack to jack it up and check wheel bearings and check brake pads and stuff like that? Especially if it's got any aftermarket accessories on it, you know, oversized tires, those type of things, that would be a flag to look at wheel bearings and... Well, and like adding to the aftermarket accessories thing. <clears throat> you good? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm that good. That was weird. Yeah, I kind of felt like the trail dust today was terrible. <laughs> I'm still I'm still like congested from that. So sorry to all I you listeners. I didn't see it. My windshield worked 
awesome today. I didn't have a speck of dust or anything. Donkey, you were also leading the pack, so. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot. You know, when we go on our night ride to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, all right, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we go on our night ride tonight, beings, there is no signs where we're going, and nobody really knows where we're going. You can go first. That's dangerous. I charge my phone, so we'll be able to get back. <laughs> you know, I think what we're going to do is we're going to go in there, and we're we're going to go into this area. We call it the bowl, and there are three ways in and three ways out. There are no trail signs back there. It is extremely tight. It is extremely hilly, rocky, a lot of trees. So we're going to go back there here at about midnight and not use a phone and try and get out. But we're get, we got to drive back in there a ways. We can't just go in. And then, okay, it's a challenge. Let's get out of here. Rakeman will be like, well, I'll just turn around. <laughs> you know. He'd probably still get lost. I mean, even if you just took a straight trail there, he would not be able to find his way back. Was that one left and two rights or two rights and one left? Well, yeah, earlier today, Nick was like. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly where we're going. You just take a right, then a left, then two rights, and then a left, and then you're there. And I'm like. You know another thing about that, though? He was spot on. He was spot right on. Right after he told me, I, I was calling bullshit. Like, there was no way he knew this. Well, I looked at looked at the map, and, yep, it was a right, it was a left, and then two rights, and there's the sand pit. Well, he, he obviously knows these trails, but I'm like, how am I going to keep you that know, the, straight? The funny part is I didn't even look at a map when I told you that. You've taken that path many, many times in the last how many years? Yeah, I spend a lot of time up here. Jacob will, uh, Jacob will attest to that. He'll... Well, and, and then even coming back out of the trails tonight, we were at the back of the pack, and that, and we got lost. Not lost, lost, but left by the pack. Wow. All right. So now, now Landon left the, I guess, the studio here. Usually you, we have this thing where if we make a corner, the last person, where you always wait till the person behind you. That's the, the tip of the week. The North Bros tip of the week. If there you're we go. riding Wheeler. I, what do you what do you want to call it? Just just the tip. A tip. <laughs> the tip of the week. If you're riding ATV with a group, this is this should be common sense, but it's not. If you get Damn to a Landon. corner, if you get to a corner, you need to stop and wait for the people behind you. Even just one person, but you need to wait for the person who is following you to see where you go. Because tonight. We now, let 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 Randy take over again. Yeah, he the the ironic. Part I guess it all, happened to you. Well, yeah, you know Nick was behind us, um, but uh, you know it was fortunate tonight that he was there and and uh, we got back before the rest of the pack. We we also stopped and waited for probably ten minutes excuses, before Nick called excuses us. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one. That is true, but I think Nate can attest to it. We did stop and wait. It was probably about ten fifteen minutes, maybe. Before you finally called us, I was trying to call you over the radio and everything, and I just wasn't getting nothing. I was just about ready to turn around. I looked at the trail when we got up to this point, and I kind of sat there and looked, and I saw two dirt bike tracks that took a right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they went right. So Isaac took off, and we ran that stretch, and we got to the next corner. And we were we were booking it through there, and I'm like, there is no way in hell that the other seven machines that are with us are going that fast. Great. And then we called them, and yeah, they were about five miles away from us as the crow flies. So then, yeah, we raced back, and uh, we beat you back. By, like, 
five minutes. A uh, win's a win, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that's still a solid win when you're coming out of the trails. Wow, we, we also hopped over on the other side of 64 and ran a trail over there as well. So we did take a detour-ish way way back to camp. Once you said you were just going to meet us there, we're like, well, we're, we're going to do our own thing then. And we went and hit one trail on the east side of 64 there. But everyone made it home safe, and at least you guys had Nick there. Otherwise, you guys would probably still be out there. We'd have found our way out eventually. <laughs> so is there anything else that we're kind of overlooking? And everything that we have said um, as far as looking at used machines can you can take that information and use that on dirt bikes, four wheelers, side by sides, pretty much anything. Is there anything that we're missing that the listeners should, you know, so, w- w- something that 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 you wouldn't think about? We well, already covered wheel bearings, we covered brake pads, you know, lifting the seat off, all the good stuff. Got a comment from the peanut gallery over there. Would be clutches in belt condition. Pull the belt housing off, and well, some machines it's not overly accessible to get the cover off. I know on mine at least, I got to drop the shock or kick it out of the way. You do not, yeah, to get the yes, clutch he does, cover off. You really do. You have to move the shock. What year is yours? Uh, 2020. Really? Yep. What year is yours, Nick? 20. It's a so just because with the turbo there, because yours is a turbo and yours is not correct. Right. Compare them side by side. They're they're two two totally different setups. His, that is crazy. his cover is more flat, whereas mine has got like basically a big cone on it where it sits over the primary. But my twenty, my twenty eighteen, well, no, that one was a turbo too. Yeah, they got different clutches in so there. Yeah, then they probably got a little bit more room. You think yeah. that? Well, you think the turbo would want? Or it's you a, think it's the a, turbo would have a bigger belt housing? It is. Than, it is. Then why wouldn't you have to drop drop the shock on it if it's got a bigger belt housing than the non-turbo? It's designed differently. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I've never. Engineers. Speaking of engineers, do you... Jacob. Yep, go ahead, buddy. We'll give you a few seconds here. I just got to thinking. I don't see him here. Where's he at? Okay, that's not fair. No. I'm going to stick up. I apologize, Jacob. I'm sure you're... I don't know what the hell you're doing. I can I can take a guess as what he's doing. No, that's Flash. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that pretty much wraps it up for... Uh, for what you have something else on used machines? I do. All right. Um, like he went back, you know, talking about accessories. My dad did. If they have like a lot of electronics on there, definitely look over the wiring, or bring somebody with that's you know familiar with wiring. Dude, Be- mine mine has wire nuts in it. <laughs> Typical Sparky. We we did find out though last year you fought with that thing for what two weeks to get it figured out. Was it? Yeah, but that was a dumbass mistake on my part. Sparkies. <laughs> I thought I messed up. I'm a small wire Sparky. I don't remember. Did did this get talked about on a podcast? I don't think so. I bet it did. It may have. No, well, maybe not. I don't think we, it would have, No, because we started up again in this past November. All right, quick, yeah. quick little story time here. <laughs> so, I put... I have a whole bunch of different accessories on mine. I got pod lights, front light bar, a winch, underglow, whip lights, rear light bar, radio inside. You know, I got a I got a ton of stuff. Well, when I added my winch, I kept blowing fuses. And when I kept blowing these fuses, 
I started kind of digging into it a little bit more and ended up um, I ended up thinking to myself that the wire going back from this particular fuse was broken somewhere in the wiring harness. Okay. It was not. <laughs> it was not. So then I'm sitting there looking. I'm looking at the, the fuse panel, and I'm looking at the wires coming out, and I, I somehow spliced something. I cut my accessory wire, and I spliced it in with a different fuse, and on this different fuse is the fuel pump and the power for the cluster and the main brains of the machine. So I tie all this stuff into that same circuit, and it's 4th of July. I get this thing. I have it torn apart all day, and I get it put back together, and we take off. We go down to the lake over here to watch fireworks. I'm on my way back, and I got you know my underglows on. My whip lights are on. Everything is on, and I go to hit the switch to turn my light bar on, and that was enough current to pop that fuse that the fuel pump and everything else is on so i'm driving down the road and i hit the switch and the machine shuts off it just dies and i'm like i wired that wrong and i'm like <laughs> well i'm thinking i'm like oh shit like i just fried the computer or i did something and then ended up digging into it and we found out that it was just the uh just the fuel pump that went out and then that caused the whole entire machine to shut down and then i would turn the key and the, like I said, the cluster wouldn't work. There, there was no power whatsoever. And then I ended up getting put all back, put back together. And now it's still wired the way that it's supposed to be. But yeah, you make a good point. If if you can bring somebody with you, that if you're not super familiar on how it's supposed to be wired or something like that, bring somebody with you that has an idea. But if you see wire nuts, it's not a red flag. To some people. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick, but if I saw wire nuts under the hood of my razor when I went to look at it, I probably, well, the razor was in really good shape when I bought it. I probably would have tried to fix that at some point. You know, you're not going to find the wire nuts on mine unless you pull the entire uh, plastics off around the cluster and take the whole body apart. They're tucked way back in there, so you're not going to see them unless you're digging into it. You're not supposed to disclose that on podcast now if you try to sell that thing not one of our viewers it. is going to try and buy it and not going to sell it yeah your Never? viewers probably wouldn't buy that razor from you after this you know what that razor has 3,000 well, probably like 3,100 miles on it now and I've only almost <laughs> I've almost swamped it once I, I would say you swamped it okay I've swamped it once <laughs> I Appleton yep yep <laughs> yeah. that's been on a podcast I think Water up to the steering wheel, took four can ams hooked together to pull me out, whatever. Um, there would have been Polaris's on the recovery team. It would have been two, but correct. Well, actually, well, no. maybe side by sides. We did have two sportsmen's tried to rip them out, and I snapped my winch, and then Sean broke the cluster on his on his uh, yeah. head or the the main cluster on the four wheeler too because I was yelling at him. I was pissed because I was up in the water to my steering wheel, and he's sitting there taking pictures. I'm like, put your goddamn phone away and get your ass in here and help me. <laughs> kind of sound like Kevin. <laughs> I know. Now I know how, how Minnow feels like. Well, we used to play around in, in uh, deep water, too, and Isaac can remember, or Rake Man can remember a time when, when uh, he had to pull me about a quarter mile while I let my machine idle because that's all it would do because it sucked in water. It would idle. Uh, you tried to raise it off idle, it would die. 
gave it about a quarter mile and, and it built enough heat in the engine and, and burned it out of there. And that's where you learn your lesson that you don't go in and do those things. <laughs> and if I remember right, um, you had oversized tires. I had oversized tires in that rig. Front and rear, squared front, up. Front and rear, all squared up, uh, 26-12s all the way around. And it was a beast. Shortly after you swamped it, uh, he found a way to make some like inter- inner fender mud flaps so he wouldn't suck in water again. Did you sell that machine? I did. Did you tell said person about that? Said person knew everything about it, including that the front differential was bad when I when he bought it. Really? What kind of machine was it? It was a 2012 Player Sportsman 500. Those things are indestructible. Yeah, those old those Sportsmans, you can't. Uh, it's it's kind of like kind of like vehicles nowadays. Like you you get into to those older you know, I would say from I would even go as far back as 97. If you go from 97 to what 2010, anything in that frame, if you can find a good one that's still mechanically sound, you can't. You're not. It doesn't matter if it's if it's a Chevy, if it's a Toyota, if it's a GMC, if it's a Ford. It does not matter. Even Fords. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said that. Because <laughs> you guys both have Fords. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, mechanically sound. Is it pretty? No. But it's mechanically sound, and it gets me from... What, what is it? Say, what, what did I say? What, what is it? Uh, it's a 2003 F-150. See? 97 to 2010. Yep. I'm not saying the new ones aren't nice, but they're a lot more of a pain in the ass to work on. Yeah, everything's computerized. Yeah, so it's... I mean, I still want like a like a 97 or 98 Chevy extended cab. I got a 2003 Ford sitting out there I'd trade your Chevy for. I'm going to have to put some cash on top. Yeah, definitely on your Oh, end. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what what did, what were you going to say? Uh, what, what did I say to you when I got here yesterday and you saw it for the first time? Man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it gets me from A to B and back to C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so. that's right. That's right. Well, I think Jacob, too, he's running a, a 20... What is it? It's got to be about a 13, 13 12 or 14. Or 12 or 13, I think. Is it a 14? It's a 14. Might be then. Something yeah. like that. It's a an older F-150, nice and that, pickup, that thing though. is still just trucking along. He's, uh, oh, and an update on Micah. He did pick up another pickup. He bought another blue Dodge. It's not an eco-diesel, It right? is not an eco-diesel. Okay, good. It's got the, that needs good. It's got the, the 6.7, or what does it have in it? Probably like a 5.7 Hemi. Probably a five five seven or six two Hemi. Is it a half ton? No, it's three quarter ton. Might have. Uh, well, Nate, Nate's a Dodge guy. What do you? Yeah. What six what four? a Dodge runs? It's a gas. I think six four is what he has. Three quarter ton. Yeah, he's probably got the bigger motor. Yeah, so he's he's back on the road again. What what year is it? Has he got a newer one or? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to get him on and then talk about that. This one is a little bit of a shorter episode than what we normally do, but we just kind of wanted to get that that request out there. Um, so now it's time for our questions. Do you know the questions? Can I tell the story first? Absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into that, we have not given a flash update yet this episode. Ooh. And actually, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm unlocking my phone here. Um, you gonna get him on the air? I'm not going to get him on the air, but... He uh, won't be able to. (laughs) (laughs) If you search The Flash in the App Store, this Whip app comes up. 
pretty convenient, you know, his nickname being Flash. Oh, yeah. The, the, you when, guys can't the, see it right now. When but. the whip cracks, like, listen to this here. That right there at that the end, the flashlight goes off. It was like it was meant to be. Oh, absolutely. So, what do you think Flash is doing right now? Uh, not mini-golfing. Not mini-golfing. No. He did go by the Razor, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's accurate. It's, it's accurate. accurate. Oh yeah, no, no you're you're, you're good. good. You're you're good. Oh, yeah. They can't see it anyway, so they can just uh, maybe we'll let him get into at. that when he's on an, on the next podcast. Yeah, I don't mean to to take his thunder away, but but uh, the way it's been going, uh, you ask him to come on a podcast, and no, we'll get him on here Ooh, in a couple a weeks. We're not. <laughs> That was a miss. <laughs> that was a miss. That one didn't connect. It doesn't miss very often. That was there was solid connection on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randall's over here just falling apart. You know, I've been told a couple times that I've been pretty ruthless on this whole situation, but uh not gonna lie, there's a couple episodes where I'm like, whoa dude, pump the brakes. You tell me you disagree. I yeah, you know, Flash, I, I hope you're listening this is, to this episode. And we have Flash been, will listen to this episode. We have been thinking about you all weekend. Yeah, we miss you, buddy. Um, you, you should, you should you be agree? here. I'm not letting you get away without answering this question. I know the answer. You just have to say it. Do I agree with everything you've said? Do you agree? That's what I'm asking. I, that's that's <laughs> just, answer the, just answer the question. Sean, you go first. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Flash should be mini-golfing with the boys. The, He's She's even got a seat now. But there's a time and place. Like, they need time together. Every fucking time I ask him to hang out. Every time. <laughs> we going mini-golfing? Not tonight. Flash, are you coming mini-golfing? No. Hmm. Coming, coming you know, riding this you know weekend? What, what really gets me is he was up in Bemidji today, which is a half hour away from here. You think he came by and said hi? No. He didn't. What was he alone? No, he wasn't. That'd be why. <laughs> you just gonna keep quiet now? I, I'm indifferent. I don't want to. You know, you're already there. She, she she doesn't listen to these podcasts. Flash made Flash made yeah, that matter. well aware that she does not. I'm not talking poorly about anybody. I'm speaking facts. I know her very well. Uh. We're in, you know, activities together in high school. She's a nice person. She is very nice. I never said she wasn't. Maybe there's scheduling things that can be worked on. Time for the boys. What's your therapy clinic you're going to open up? <laughs> we came Get up that razor out and ride. We came up with multiple names. What was the best one that we had that night? I don't know. What was it? You had it. I don't know. Put your problems on us and we'll give you our worst. Yeah. A little disclaimer. <laughs> My I, last I name is that. worst. My last name is worst. So <laughs> uh, put your problems and issues on us and we'll do our worst. There we go. All right. That's it for the Flash update. Uh, he's still MIA. We are still thinking about you, though. He is still MIA. He has not been on in, in a couple weeks now. So, uh, you know, just... Uh, Maybe we'll get him back. Maybe. Yeah, just keep them in your thoughts. Yep. For sure. Yep. All right, now it's time for our question segment. And the question segment is, 
I'm going to start. Actually, no. Rickman, you're going to start. And it's a complete off-the-wall question. It does not have to be related to anything that we've been talking about. If the question has been asked previously and we pick up on it, you have to ask a different question. Okay. When you sleep at night, are you wearing socks or are you not wearing socks? God damn it. That was my question. All right, Sean, you're up. you got to answer first. Absolutely no socks. If you wear socks at night when you sleep, you're a you, psychopath. You are a psychopath. There is something wrong. And sorry to all of our listeners. Um, yeah, this is my first podcast, so I'm talking like you know. No, that's a, you're good. Guys, but, you you're know. good. Um, if you wear socks and you're comfortable at night, you do you. There's something wrong with it. What about one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if if there's someone else in the bed, that's fine. What if you go to bed with the socks on and you wake up and there's nothing? No socks on. Then that you better call Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, that E is there, but it it does have limitations. <laughs> if you go to bed with socks on and wake up with them off, you need to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's because you keep your feet uh, not under the covers, and you keep them out because then something will grab them. As yeah. Grandma informed us last night by the fire. There's times when you're just like curled up in bed. Under the covers, you're toasty warm, and then you get too warm. You got to kick some toes out, man. <laughs> you got to let it. Okay, cool. let moving, the dogs roam. Moving on. <laughs> let them roll. Moving on. Socks or no socks? No socks. Yep. Same here. Same here. All right, that one. I settled. think we're all in agreement. Donkey, your turn for a question. Ah, uh, you know, I wasn't even thinking of one. Um. All right, I'll go first. I'll go before well, you're you going if you second. Want. So yeah. Well, we can go to Randall here. It, you got You got anything one. off the wall. I'll I'll go next. Would you guys have gotten on the submarine if you could have afforded it? It wasn't a submarine. It was a submersible by definition. Well, kinda. It was of a, uh, a great value version of a submarine. You guys have gotten great value before. version is right off the shelf parts. <laughs> have, was that a question before? I don't think. Well, I'm. I guess I'm behind an episode, so I don't. I don't know. think that was a question I before. So. I think it's. I, so. I think it was brought up in an episode. So if yes, we did talk about it. If you could have afford, if you could afford the price to get on the submersible, would you have gotten on? Actually, no. I can't ask this question because it has been asked. Because the answer was yes. I would have gotten on it. I, no, I would not. Have. I don't think no. I would have. No. I, Absolutely not. not. Hmm. You can Google better pictures. <laughs> Than what you would see out of that little hatch. You know, I did. I did see something that made me laugh. It was uh, when the when the story first broke about this submarine being gone. Somebody said, uh, "Am I the only one that knew that this submarine was full of dudes?" <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a reason we die young. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I can't ask that question. Um, hmm. Do you prefer riding at night or during the day? Um, there's pros and cons both. Got to pick um, one. I prefer day riding. I think I, I'm gonna have to go with night. I think you're. I mean, besides just being out there in the woods at night, I think that that's kind of it's fun, and then you're less traffic out on the trails. I mean, less you don't gotta worry about coming around a corner. And when you do, we were out. Last time I was up here, we went out in a downpouring. It was like a damn monsoon. Yeah, it was. I don't know why the hell we were out there, but we were. And then we were like, oh, we're not going to see anybody out on these trails. And then we come across some 
some guy that's out just cruising around in his ranger doing the same thing we were. Yeah, Ranger North Star. It's like raining like a son of a gun, and he's got his, his the frosters on, power windows, the glass windshield, the windshield wipers going. Sitting there in a t-shirt as we're all bundled up in raincoats and with sweatshirts. His, hats, with his gloves. dog just chilling <laughs> in the front seat. That guy was he was cool. having a good time. He ended cool. up turning around and following us for a little bit. Can I ask another question? Not yet. Okay. I can't honestly say because I have not been on a true night ride. I'll I'll have to take part in another episode you, two. You're gonna be uh, on. You're gonna be on again tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, we'll let you know. Let let you know how it goes tomorrow. If I'm here, then we made it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are going on our first night ride here in about I'd say 15 minutes. We're gonna take off. So we were we were right on the money with uh, midnight. So I would say night riding. I prefer night riding. It's cooler, not as hot. Um, it, the temperature and the 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 lack of, or not the lack of, but the the lesser traffic on the trails is, I lo- I like that. If I can add to that personally, what I like doing is getting up at the crack of dawn, barely sunlight, and Riding before what I prefer to is all the idiots get out there. <laughs> Valid point because no they're disres- not up early. <laughs> no disrespect no. to any of the listeners. But there, there are some riders who are very disrespectful in how they handle themselves. Up. 100%. 100%. All right, Donkey, you're up for a question. Go. You have to right now. Favorite sport? Ooh, that's a good one. And I don't watch sports is not an answer. You have to pick one. Why are you looking at me? I'm just, I was just throwing that out there. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that would say, well, I, I don't waste my time with that shit. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to pick one. What do we do best? We ride our ATVs. That's a sport. That's true. All right, fair enough. Mine would, uh, kind of depends on the time of year. Um, Are you Okay. This is a two-part question. Professional sport to watch on TV and favorite outdoor sport. Does it depend on the time of the year? Does it depend on the time of the year? I th- I think we just got to narrow it down. You got your all if you were to pick year-round. If you got to watch one sport for the whole year, what are you watching? You're watching it. You're not doing Well, you it. can Well, yeah, you're you're uh, do any of us look athletic? Nick? Yeah, I don't think any of us are going <laughs> I mean, to do any pro you're sports or anything. With a bunch of northern Minnesota rednecks, we're, we're not playing no hey, professional sports. Keep that but Minnesota. That yeah, is no, fine. we are North Dakotans. Hey, you easy, may be a Minnesotan. Easy, easy, easy. You are here now. Yeah, pump the yeah, brakes. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, put it in reverse, Terry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you uh, if you had to pick one like professional sport, you're obviously not playing it. But if you get to watch one sport all year long, what are you picking? I would. Mine kind of depends on the time of year because, like, right now I'm excited for football. But I just finished watching hockey, you know, what, a month ago? Yeah, about. So, okay, so. That's the season that never ends. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. So, I would. If I had to pick one of the two, I would probably pick hockey over football. Okay, so you picked hockey. I'm gonna pick football. I'd, I'd go with hockey as well. I'd have to say football. I know nothing about hockey. That's fair. That's fair. All right, you're up for the question. Anything. anything. Off, anything it could be off the wall. What's your favorite color? I mean, it, it can be anything. 
all right, well, we're, we're out uh, enjoying ourselves this weekend. When we do get back and have a campfire tonight, we're probably going to have ourselves a cold drink. What is your favorite beer? Bud Light. Jeez. <laughs> get out. I, I, I said that if any questions were asked before, couldn't ask them again, but I'm not going to do that. We'll, we'll let you slide with that this time just because it's your first podcast. Okay. Grain Belt Premium or Northeast. They're tied. Same company, so they can I can say that. I'm, if you say Bud Light, I am shutting your mic off, and you are never coming back on. Harsh. Harsh but true. Point taken. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I've been... For uh, disclaimer, there is not a single Anheuser-Busch product on the table. Yeah, I, I think we're doing all right. Absolutely. Um, I've been on a Grain Belt Light kick recently. I didn't even. I just uh, learned this weekend well, that they had that Green Belt Premium Light. Yeah, I just learned this weekend that they had that. I didn't even know there was a thing. Gotta watch my figure. So Miller Light or the the Green Belt Nordeast, they are pretty good too. Yeah, so. how many beers did you drink last night, Donkey? Just two. Just two. two. Just, just two. two beers. Just two. He didn't get out of bed until about noon today, and he had about six. We yeah. also went to bed at like four o'clock in the morning <laughs> three o'clock maybe ah yeah, it had the, to been about the four. night is it was young. close to four yeah it was close to four the night is young my friend i was up early i just didn't get out of bed <laughs> nothing wrong with that though what's yours i don't know i pretty random pretty random i guess uh Coors light i like the grain belt premium like he likes i'm not a fan of the northeast but everyone has their own personal preference so if you had to pick you you, you go to the bar and order a drink what are you getting Right now. You walk in right now. Milwaukee's best light. No, no, no. That was years ago. <laughs> the beast. That was years ago. Was Come back, on now. Back in my prime. I, I, I've graduated yeah. up a, a scale or two. I graduated. <laughs> uh, probably Cruise Light. Did, all right. You had one more question. You said, can I ask another question? And I said, not right now. What was your uh, second question? Do you remember? I've completely lost my uh, train of thought on that. All right. That's all right. Yeah, you got so, him thinking about coming back from the night ride and <laughs> cracking a cold one, and he's lost already. Uh, first ever podcast for you guys? Yeah. Yes, sir. It was like naturals. It's just just a conversation is all it is. Um, you guys have anything to close out with? Uh, keep those officers involved in that Fargo shooting in mind. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers and their families. It's a very tough time, and it's kind of tragic that it came to our community. But uh, keep them in their mind. Keep them in your minds. Uh, and if you're out doing any trail riding or fishing or anything this summer, uh, just stay safe. Absolutely. Second that. Stay safe, everyone. Alrighty, guys. Well, this one was kind of all over the place, mainly four wheeling talk, but we did cover uh, what what we personally would look for in. Uh, buying a used machine uh, hopefully that helps you if you're in the market for a new machine and as these guys said stay safe out there uh summer's winding down it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hunting season before we know it here um but i think that's all we got for this time we're gonna go hop in the rigs and go on a night ride and we'll come back at you next week so until next time we'll be back again.